welcome to our podcast. What's it called? It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. Uh, this is Paige. And I am, as always, Jessie. As always. Uh, hey guys, welcome. Um, so today we have a really exciting episode for you. But before we get into that, Jessie, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I have milk. <laughs> and you want to let me, you said milk wasn't a cocktail because okay. I had cookies. Um, yeah, so then you said I had a bourbon. Yes. Uh, and I'm drinking red wine. Um, on today's episode, we are interviewing my friend Sheila. Uh, she is a cosplayer that I met online um, through cosplaying and researching different costumes. And uh, she has a really cool blog, and she's going to tell you all about it. So welcome, Sheila. Um, why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, and that can be cosplay or con-related or not. Okay. Um, so I'm Sheila. Um, I'm a map maker in the energy industry in Houston, and I'm a 40 something stubborn introvert wino, you know, (laughs) married with two dogs. I travel as much as I can. Um, not right now, obviously. Right. And I can't sit still. So I'm like constantly crafting. It can be costume or gifts for others or whatever. I just can't really sit still. So that's, that's me. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so t- what's, so, and you have a blog. I do have a blog. Yes. I, I started the blog in 2015 as kind of a creative outlet when my industry was going into a bit of a slump mm-hmm. and um, I had been making costumes and doing crafts and putting together recipes and traveling and cruising and I needed a place to kind of put all of that. And so that's why I started Red Shoes, Red Wine. Yes. Yes. Which is amazing. You should definitely check it out. Um, okay, Jesse, you have the next question. Uh, all right. What is your favorite cocktail? <laughs> uh, wine. Wine and wine. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite wine? Uh, Chianti. So if I had really? like a, a, a stranded on a desert island, one wine for the rest of my life, it would be Chianti. But it, it's my go-to and it's like perfect with pizza, which is the ultimate, you know, guilty pleasure. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, so what are you drinking right now? Right now I'm having a sidecar. Ooh. So that's like, that's like how I judge a bar tender is if I ask for a sidecar and if he kind of, he or she makes a face, I'm like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. I'll just have a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) the same thing with the Manhattan. Yeah. It's not the most, uh, I guess, popular drink anymore. So a lot of times they don't have vermouth. I've had bartenders know what it is, but it's like such a rinky-dink bar. They literally can't make it. So I'm like, I'll just get bourbon neat. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Okay. Um, so when and what was your first experience with costume making? So this goes back to childhood. Every Halloween from as long as I can remember all the way up through high school, I was making Halloween costumes from scratch. And I was that kid in high school that would knock on the doors trick-or-treating and they'd go, aren't you a bit old to be trick-or-treating? And I'm thinking... <laughs> No, I'm not here for the candy. I just wanted to make something fun. So yeah, it started way back when and I had a zero budget back then as as most kids do. Right. Um, so I was using like cardboard and I was using hot glue, everything and sheets. 
no sheets could survive in in my parents house because I would just take over everything rip them to shreds yep (laughs) (laughs) what were so what were some of the Halloween costumes you made as a kid uh I think my favorite was the Statue of Liberty it was kind of a last minute thing and um I dyed some sheets in a bucket and kind of safety pinned and hot glued everything like a toga with a t-shirt underneath and I made the crown and the torch with cardboard and painted it all and covered it all with like the same color kind of that aged malachite right from copper where you see the the statue of liberty so the whole thing was that and and i loved it i was so proud <laughs> right well that yeah it sounds like a lot of work for a halloween costume but... right and That's... it was high school so right i was, I was that kid <laughs> hey listen we're still not kids and we still love dressing up so <laughs> oh i'm gonna keep going <laughs> right What was your first cosplay? So the first one outside of Halloween um, was Ghostbusters. And I was really afraid to wear a costume outside of the house, not Halloween. It was like the middle of summer in Houston. And we have this uh, convention here called Comic Palooza. And I went with one of my friends that eventually drug me to Dragon Con every year and <laughs> so she and I were female Ghostbusters before the movie came out this was years ago and we have our combat boots on we wore the the jumpsuits with the name tags and little patches and we wore pearls because we were ladies <laughs> <laughs> and I felt really weird and really strange and it was it was kind of an odd but you know fun experience and then afterwards we went to the bar and had some drinks and then afterwards we went to the movie to see star trek in oh, ghostbusters God. as one does right <laughs> so from there i was like okay i will go to this dragon con that you speak of <laughs> <laughs> and then things were never the same that's right that was that was the gateway drug <laughs> ghostbusters so that was your first convention was uh comic palooza yeah that was comic palooza so that's that's here in houston every summer okay and it's uh, it's downtown Houston. Um, it's at a convention center that is not nearly as big um, as what we see at Dragon Con, but it's evidently the biggest comic book convention in Texas. So I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, did you go just at, like just to cosplay or just with your friend, or were there celebrities there you were excited about? What was your I mean, it was, it was kind of both and all of the above. I mean, I've always been a geek and a nerd. And I, you know, I think that year was the first time I ever saw a celebrity and at the same time got starstruck. Oh, yeah. So Patrick Stewart was there and he was signing autographs and I just kept walking by looking at him oddly. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's Captain Picard. Right. <laughs> and I just couldn't handle it. So I just kept walking by. And then I turn around and walk by again and I turn around. Yeah, that's still him. <laughs> yep, he's still there. Yeah. So, so we had fun. We shopped and we looked at celebrities. Um, I didn't do any of the uh, photo ops or the, the signatures. Um, we just kind of walked around and we, people watched and people watched us. And that was kind of my first experience. And I, I really enjoyed it. I, do, I didn't really know what to expect. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's, when you're not used to that con experience, like it's just kind of opening a whole new world up to you because you go and you're like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> there's so many different facets of a convention. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. 
Uh, what got you into cosplaying? So, um, my friend that took me to Comic Palooza, she and I worked together, and um, this was at the last company. We actually work together now um, at the new company, and you know, she knew that I liked making my Halloween costume every year, and I would go to the Science Museum here in Houston for Halloween because that was literally the only time I could dress up as an adult, not get made fun of. And then she's like, "Hey, there's this kind of there's this thing over here that you don't know about." <laughs> And so that's why we went to Comic Palooza. And um, after that first experience, I was like, whoa, I can let my nerd flag fly. <laughs> right. And so um, so from then I was like, oh, I could do this costume and I could do this. And, um, you know, we could do the Star Trek thing. And it just kind of like took off. And now my list is ridiculous of all the things that I want to make and things that I have made. <laughs> so it, it was really just my friend saying, look, you can be a nerd and not get made fun of over in this little circle here, which well, is actually the, quite that's huge. That's the great thing is when you are, you've got this nerd facet and then you, like, you're also crafty. You know, my first, my first convention and my first cosplay, I just threw together a quick Amy Pond, you know, it was street clothes. And I was proud of it because it looked really good, but I also didn't make any of it. And then, you know, then I was like, wait a minute, like, I can craft. So... So just being able to combine those two things and, you know, and realize, like you said, there is this, this place that you can express yourself and, and your geekiness and your craftiness and all that. Like it's, it's really freeing and awesome. Like, I think that's what we love about it. Okay. I love it. And Amy Pond is my favorite Doctor Who companion, by the way. Okay. What is your favorite part of cosplaying? Definitely the crafting and the making. I like the planning and the designing, um, putting it together, seeing it come together. I love that. Um, not so good at starting something from scratch. I like to start with a base and go from there. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't do sketches or anything. I just like my my Pinterest boards are insane and just chocked full of ideas and so I usually start there and Just then I start to piece together from yeah pieces. exactly yeah. and that I I find that there's there's something OCD in me mm. that when I'm watching a show or a movie and I go oh I want to do that costume look how look how awesome that is and then I start obsessing about it and then I start looking up pictures and I start putting those pictures and resources aside so and then sometimes I'll just get excited and just start buying fabric <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so I I, I love the creating part of it that's that's absolutely my favorite yeah yeah it's that's all that can also be a really overwhelming part of it but when you do have I know you are just really crafty and I know that 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 can be like such a driving force is like oh I can do that I'm gonna go do it now yeah and and a lot of things actually get like cut off the list because I know that I can't do that so I'm like eh. I'll leave that for someone else that's way better than me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I can do this thing over here. So let's let's focus on this. Right. Is it mine? It's yours. You're up. <clears throat> what is your oh yeah, because I always get all the negative ones. You get the ones. negative ones, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what is your least favorite part of cosplaying? Surprisingly, um, wearing the costume. Really? Because yeah, because I feel awkward and I'm an introvert and I don't know how to 
pose and I feel like I look like an idiot when I smile or not mm. smile. So usually, usually I pick costumes where I can just wear bitch face. Just please don't make <laughs> me pose. And then if I have to do like this fight pose with somebody, I'll just start laughing because I just, I'm a 10 year old. Yeah, so, Jesse relates to that because yeah. anytime I'm like, okay, do this. And she's like, I feel so stupid. I'm like an imbecile, yeah. It, you know, yep. just like it's so unnatural. Like, and it does usually look good in the pictures, but like you just feel so awkward. You feel like everyone's looking at you and then you're doing some like really unnatural motion or like making a serious face like is really difficult for me. <laughs> yeah. Like trying to look tough. Mean. And then, yeah. yeah. Yep, that is that's absolutely me. And and plus, you know, the Outlander thing, I, I always pick these costumes that are just hot as fuck. And so I right. I put it all together and I've got ten layers on and I'm just just take the fucking picture already. <laughs> like it's so uncomfortable. I'm gonna take all of this off. So um definitely wearing it is not it's not my favorite part, but I love putting it together. It just makes me so happy. So yeah. I will I will force myself through that last 10% so that I can see some results and share the how-to on the blog. Right, right. Um, okay, so do you have a favorite cosplay build? Um, actually, some of my favorites are the ones that I made for my husband. And maybe that has just has something to do with me feeling awkward in my own costumes. Well, but I you want to know something? So you know uh, Natasha. Yeah, was, yeah. Um, we interviewed her uh I don't know, right before coronavirus. <laughs> yes. And um, she said something similar. She was oh. like, my very favorite uh, build was Jareth that oh, she God. had made. That was so um, good. For her partner. And we, we, I, she was just like, cause I got to admire it. Like I didn't, wasn't wearing it. I got to see it and see how beautiful it was and how well it turned out. Like, so that's interesting. So what have you made for him? So my favorite ones that I made for him are, um, I don't know if you remember his Jack Randall from oh, Outlander yes. costume. Yep. I, I love that, that one was... so much. I'm so proud of it. It was, you know, I, I, I see flaws in all of this stuff that I make, but when I look at the Jack Randall, I'm, that was so on point. Yes, and it was I, as far as I know, no one had done it to date when I, I made that it, I so mean, I had nothing to go by but screenshots no patterns just the like historical stuff that I had to modify I was so proud of it yeah uh, there's so much detail on his on his costume for the historical you know military it's yeah I was I was amazed by it but also just being a, sh a show and a fandom that I love I loved it but oh oh yeah and it, it I, it's fun to watch my husband wear that in public because he's not an asshole he's the nicest guy right <laughs> you've met him and like, people look at him and they, in that costume and if they knew who it is they're like oh you I just want to slap you and I'm like please don't slap he's so nice right he doesn't deserve that <laughs> I'm the villain <laughs> So does he like dressing up as much? Like, does he, I, is he crafty at all? He, he's, he's more handy than crafty. So he does, he does all the things kind of around the house, but usually if it's costume or craft related, he's holding or cutting something for me. Cause I'm the one doing, you know, I'm seeing the vision. I'm doing the, right. the, the individual, individual parts, but no, he doesn't really, he, <laughs> Does he enjoy wearing them or does he just do it because you want him to go with you and wear oh. these costumes? 
I'd be curious to see what he said if you were to ask him. (laughs) 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 Because I think that if I were in the room, he'd say, oh, I really enjoy that. But honestly, I think he just does it because it pleases me and because he wants to show off what I've spent hours making or you know hundreds of dollars yeah so he's oh god he's such a good sport (laughs) but you know before before we got married and before we started dating even we were friends for many many years and um we would dress up in Star Trek uniforms that we bought online way before I learned how to sew Mm -hmm. so like the nerd ship had sailed a long time ago like he just he just kind of gave me a a road and I took it (laughs) that's awesome so I I I do also love his um his specter costume from James Bond because Mm -hmm. I I took a perfectly good tuxedo and I painted it (laughs) and it made me so uncomfortable but I did it and it turned out perfect and it's it's been one of my most um, popular posts because I digitized the skeleton and and put it out there as a PDF for anybody else who wanted to do the same. Right. So that that's that's been a lot of fun. And he's still just I mean he rocks it. He just that's awesome. That's awesome that he's so like just like yeah I want to do it to either support you or just to show off what you've done. Like that's great. I mean, he's got veto power, but he he usually doesn't use it. Right. <laughs> I think he's maybe saving those cards for later. Right. Of oh. of uh, of my things, I do, I do love my McGonagall. That I was really, really, oh really, gosh, really, really gross. proud of that. Yeah. That was a lot of work. It was that just last year you wore that? Um. Yeah, I think I started making it last mm, January or February, and the first time I wore it was maybe a small convention in Dallas, and then the maybe the bigger one here in Houston, and then eventually um, Dragon Con in September. Right. So yeah, uh, yeah, I that was, was very beautiful. So proud of it. Okay, Jesse, you're up. What is your least favorite cosplay build? <laughs> uh. So you know. I think maybe all of us do this, but looking back at the earlier stuff, (laughs) some of it makes me cringe. (laughs) Right. And one recently that I look back at, you know, every time I go into the closet to pick out something to wear during this COVID, which is a whole nother topic. Right. Yeah. I want to talk about that too. (laughs) I I would look at all my costumes and I would see, I don't know if you remember the original Ursula. So I did this concept Ursula where it was like red carpet and it was kind of ball gown and it was a corset and I painted my skin purple and I had a white wig and everything. I loved it at first, but that was five years ago and I'm better now. I know how to sew a little bit better. And some of the things I either skip corners or skip steps, or I didn't know how to sew correctly, or maybe I should not be wearing body paint because my, of my, my skin drying or whatever mm-hmm. I look at those old pictures and I'm like oh that's terrible we talk about that a lot like there's just a yeah. lot as you improve as a craft or a crafter or a cosplayer or just even like after you've worn it and you're like there's I could do xyz to make it better or more wearable next time like you're constantly yeah. especially like we don't rewear costumes a lot because we don't have the opportunity. We don't have that many conventions around us. But also, we always just get excited about new ones. Yeah. But yeah. we always say, like, oh, we would we would redo parts of this one and rewear it. And there's always stuff, like, we would improve, I think. Yeah, so, yeah definitely. Um, well, so why don't you talk about what you're doing during coronavirus before we go into <laughs> Because I freaking love it. 
Oh my God. So back, back in March, um, when we got the stay at home order, my company in the energy industry, you know, they're usually very conservative about office practices and corporate America, all of that. So they're like, okay, we're going to be working from home. And that shocked us all. And I thought, okay, maybe we're going to be doing this for a couple of weeks and then go back into the office normal. Um, Here we are, I think yesterday was, no, today was Friday. So today was day 74, I think, of Mm -hmm. working from home days. And so since day one, I was like, okay, I'm going to wear a costume or a silly outfit every single day while I'm working at home. Because that makes me feel better. It gives me something to look forward to, especially with these conventions and trips that have been canceled. Yep. And here we are three months later, and I'm still doing it. (laughs) Yes, and I keep watching your comments on your posts and people being like, you're still going. Yep, I'm still going because I'm so stubborn and I'm too stubborn to stop. And I said I was going to do something and damn it, I'm going to keep doing it until I can no longer do it. And then I'm just going to hang my head in shame. (laughs) I don't know at what point that's going to be because I just, you know, yesterday, I think we got the email that we're going to be staying home until at least mid-July. And that, and for me having asthma, so I'm in kind of a higher risk category for complications. So I probably won't go back until August. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do <laughs> because I'm running out of things. Right, right. You're just going to have to make some more cosplays. Yeah, so every morning by 9 o'clock is my deadline, I put <laughs> some costume on or some ridiculous <laughs> outfit, and I take a picture in the mirror in a selfie, and I've collected all of those on the blog, and so I update it almost daily. Okay, so real talk, do you stay in those all day, or do you take a picture and then you put sweats on? Both. <laughs> so yesterday's Lucy, I I did the costume where Lucy is stomping grapes. And uh-huh. I wore that until about lunchtime. And then this morning I put on the navy blue dress and that was too worky. So I took it off immediately <laughs> because it was tight and uncomfortable. And let's face it, I put on a few pounds during COVID. Um, I so know. I do not want to wear anything tight. I've been wearing t-shirt dresses and PJs all day, but some days, yeah, I'll keep the same stuff on till at least lunch. If I'm wearing the Adidas stuff or something super comfortable like BSG, I was in that all day. Yeah. Um, but some of the other stuff, I put it on, I take a picture, and I'm like, yeah. get You're this like, shit off of me. It's for social media. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I wouldn't keep doing it except for a lot of my friends and a lot of my followers on Instagram are both saying, I look forward to this every morning. I like, was going to say, you're, <laughs> you're giving people okay. something to look forward to. Yep. Okay. I'm going to keep doing it. Then <laughs> if I have to start making shit up, I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's the spirit. All right. So yep. this is going to be kind of a bummer question with what is going on in the world but do you have any future cosplays or (laughs) cosplays in progress that you're extra excited about oh god it's really hard to be excited about stuff right now are you going to dragon con uh no we just pulled the plug yeah a few days ago yeah what what hotel are you guys staying at we're at marriott Okay. So we were waiting for them to announce we had basically dragon con right because uh, we're at the, uh, the Hilton. The Hilton. So we were able to roll over and, um, my friend Amy, who it's under her name. So she, she works for a Texas Motor Speedway in, oh. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And so they basically said, you guys can't travel. Don't get on a plane. She goes, well, 
Dragon Con's out. Right. <laughs> it's real simple because we need our jobs. <laughs> Absolutely. So honestly, I think that Dragon Con's gonna cancel once they get in that sixteen we do window. Too. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, they've they've done all the hotel announcements and now they're like, okay, you can roll over your memberships. Right. And... They're just waiting on the city, we think, like for them yeah. to get insurance stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's for the best. It it wouldn't be fun if we could go this year, but then we had to stay apart from everybody right. and we had to wear masks and it's hot already. So yeah. that's what it's we just said. Not, We're like, it's well, not it would be it. normal dragon con anyway. Yeah. Like, I said like on the podcast, like I will never like I'll never not want to go to Dragon Con. And then, like, I was like, I never thought I would say it, but I was like, (laughs) even if it does happen, it's not going to be like everything we love about Dragon Con is not going to be there. Yeah. So, like, you know, or like, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so regardless of the lack of cons, yes, (laughs) we had already started on some cosplays for the year. Uh, I mean, I bought stuff for all of them, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Me too. I've got stacks of fabric in in the the closet for going to disney later this year going to dragon con um i was supposed to go to versailles last month and oh my god i i have all this stuff just kind of stacked up and i, I don't even want to look at it it just makes me sick so <laughs> i can't get excited about what i was excited about three or four months ago but um I did just finish, you know, the Ursula that I was not very uh-huh. happy with after five years. I just cut up the skirt. I think I upset a lot of people <laughs> that really love that costume. But I was like, hey, guys, I can make it better. Yeah. What? So I I'm, I reworked the, the, the Ursula into a Victorian costume that I can wear in December to uh, Dickens on the Strand in Galveston, which is a little mm-hmm. coastal city here near near Houston so hopefully that's that's still on they they really like the um the late 1800s silhouette and I think that that Ursula would be perfect so I I completely reworked her I'm really proud of it and I'm excited to hopefully wear it this year right hopefully and then you know on top of another canceled plan I was supposed to take my mother on a cruise first week of October so like that's not happening and she you know she's a hairdresser she doesn't get to travel with me very often um so I made this these plans for us to go to the Bahamas she wanted to see blue water and white sand and um that's not going to happen and she's she's concerned about her health and traveling so I said okay look I'm just going to cancel the cruise because i they're probably going to cancel it anyway. Right. So I said, let's, let's not go. I don't feel safe flying to Miami right now. So why don't we, instead of doing that, we will do a girls weekend um, in East Texas. We will go to Texas Renaissance Festival if they have it. Mm-hmm. And um, so right now I'm making her a toadstool costume inspired by Fantasia. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited about that because, you know, it's my mom and like with my, my husband's costumes, when I'm making something for someone else and I'm with them, I get to see the people say, Oh, that looks so good on you. And you know, they, they get all proud and I'm proud. And, and so I, I get to have fun with this one and not be the center of attention, which I hate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm working on my mom's uh, toadstool mushroom hat right now. And it's, super cute <laughs> oh my gosh I can't wait to see that I'll, I'll share pictures this weekend on Instagram because I, I have to it's just it's adorable and she's my mom's a hippie so like you know if you met her you'd be like oh yeah the mushroom is actually quite perfect for you <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect 
Uh, who or what inspires you? Oh, goodness. Um, oh, it's a lot of things. A lot of things across the board. It's, I think it's always been sci-fi. So I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Um, G is my favorite. I always like Star Wars, um, Battlestar Galactic, sci-fi. Just, there's just something about being in space that's really intriguing. So inspires me on some of the costumes that I've made. I also like either certain actors or certain genres like Eva Green, basically anything that she has done. Oh I'm gosh, like, yes. That is a perfect costume. I will make that. <laughs> right. And then Pitch Perfect <laughs> because yes, Pitch Perfect. Yes, you Pitch Perfect. I forgot about yes. that. <laughs> so I have costumes from all three movies and I could, I, I think I quote it daily. So that's, that's a really big, um, it's a happy part of my life. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. one of my other friends and I always say, everybody be cool. It's just a normal day. It's just a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yep. That is my favorite. Um, recently I've gotten into the, um, historical sewing. Yes. So that's been fun. And also, super intimidating <laughs> have outlander you made, have you did you make your own stays have you made stays yet oh i've made stays twice twice for thought, 18th century and it. yeah yeah my first ones were too big um they, they actually might fit right now <laughs> and then my second one um is using the american duchess simplicity pattern and i really liked that one because it's less straps going across the top so you have a little bit more um you know real estate showing I think that's what I I think that's the one I used and I didn't add any straps to mine um when I did perfect there I just did it uh strapless well I you can attach the ribbon for it there's spots for it but I just didn't um, yeah and I love I I was really pleased with them um I had the help of my way craftier than me mother but um but yeah I it was it was a whole thing <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. So I, I, I would like to not ever make those again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think I have that. a, I have a, a, a skinny Sheila and a not so skinny Sheila set of stays, and that's pretty good. I think yeah. I'll stop there. <laughs> you just need two, really. Yeah. Um, so Outlander got me into the historical sewing, and then um, I branched out from there. So I'm learning region, other time periods, and. I, yeah, I don't know where you guys went to school, but I went to a really terrible public school here in Texas where I don't remember learning any European history or really world history at all. Or maybe I just don't remember it because of the way that it was taught and I'm more visual than right. verbal. So, um, you know, yeah, now I'm learning about all this stuff via yeah, historical sewing or pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... how in depth you would get with any one because I think it's just like world history of like all time, right? So like you know how in depth you would get with any one period in that class, right? I don't know, right? Oh, it was a blur. <laughs> okay, do you have a favorite convention? Ah, uh, definitely Dragon Con. Yeah, that's what I that's like the, <laughs> that's like the holy grail. This is just basically our podcast telling people how great Dragon Con yeah. is. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, there's nothing really like it. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate that anything and everything that you're into, costume wise or pop culture wise, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. I love that. Yep. Us too. 
Um, bu- 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 bum. Solo cosplays or group cosplays? Mm, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, I like solo because I get to do whatever I want and not really listen or converse with anybody because I'm I'm stubborn and I'm kind of atop and I just kind of like run off with some ideas. But I do like the group cosplays because I get to share that nerddom with a bunch of other people and enjoy it more and a little bit more widespread or maybe more often so yeah both (laughs) yeah we we both like we've gotten into a lot more group cosplays here in the last couple years we just have found that like we just have a lot more fun because we don't ever separate generally more than maybe an hour uh at a convention and so we just found that we just have a lot more fun when we're dressed the same and right well and like now like we've been cosplaying so long that we've done most of like the big characters that we wanted to do so we're more flexible now like Like, yeah yeah like her brother this year one of our cosplays was going to be different sailor moon characters and um so her brother just mentioned like oh i'd like to do sailor moon and so we just kind of went with it and we all kind of picked a different random character and changed our mind a million times and we're like okay that's not something we would have picked originally but like we're into that like let's go and then there are characters that we both are doing well next time we cosplay probably right (laughs) we have planned for (laughs) dragon con that uh, we are doing separate but for the most part we do uh Gorth, i think i'm gonna start actually working on yeah um so that we I just it's I think it's more exciting for us when we do it but like I said if you're not going to be with that group the whole time I could see yeah uh, when there's some like your Sabrina that there's just this one or like we've talked about if we did Mulan oh Mulan. your Sabrina Love it. <laughs> yes um. she's a beast <laughs> she's a beast um like, we've talked, if we did Moulin Rouge, like, we would all have to be different versions of Satine. Yeah, like, so we wouldn't want to be, like, like oh, Satine yes. and then the course. <laughs> <laughs> and then, right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it just depends. Some of them just work, some cosplays just work better as a group. Something that's maybe a little more subtle mm-hmm. that you wouldn't necessarily get on its own. Right, you're right, right. That's, yeah, something else we've always thought about is, like, okay, is this going to be recognizable? Which we don't always care. If we like yeah. the cosplay, we're like, okay, we don't care if people recognize it, but um okay do you have something that you consider your most challenging cosplay (laughs) so so maybe things that I've been sitting on for several years because I don't know when to do with it oh no like that (laughs) yeah I think my um one of my favorite sci-fi movies is um Chronicles of Riddick Oh, I love that, Chronicles of Riddick. Oh I do, gosh. I do too. It's oh, it's so wonderful Vin and perfect, Diesel? and yeah, and and so Dame Vaco, played by uh, Sandy Newton, yeah, Sandy Newton. She she's wearing this green dress in this one scene where she would really like for Judy Dench to like fall down this hole, and I want to make that so bad, and I have some or most of the fabric, but I am so intimidated by all of it that I. I just, I'm sitting on the fabric. I'm not doing anything with it. And I'm, I wanted to do it last year for Dragon Con and the year before for Dragon Con and this year for Dragon Con. And I just, I just, maybe I'm just waiting for my skills to catch up or maybe I just need a pandemic to force me (laughs) (laughs) to do something with this fabric. Right. Um, so that's, that's, 
that's intimidating me, but I really, really want to do um, Dame Vaco's Green Dress. Well, now it's I want to watch so Chronicles of Riddick. Now I do too. <laughs> I just bought three mommy movies. We're watching the yeah, movie. we decided earlier uh, with this dust that's coming in. The Sahara dust. The Sahara dust that's going to, we decided that we're going to watch the mummy to prepare for that. So I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. We- uh, if funds and time were not a factor, what cosplay would you want to do the most? Ah, oh, man. So um, if I could afford it or if I could justify spending the crazy amount of money on it, I would love to get um, a Necromonger costume for Jerome. My husband. So, so if I do Dame Vaca, like, obviously I need a Necromonger. <laughs> but, the, you know, this movie is, what, 10, 15 years old? I, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I know there's a lot of screen-used um, costumes out there, but... I, I missed my chance. I should have bought it from, uh, you know, prop whatever it was called, where you can purchase um, yeah. screen use stuff. And and I I missed out on. I I think it was going for about a thousand. That's a lot of money. That that's a, a lot of that's money. a Mediterranean cruise for me. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm, I'm like, oh, let me just let's just go to Italy instead. Yeah. <laughs> but I would really love for him to have a necromonger costume. Oh, that, that would be, be fun. Really cool. Oh wow. One day, or maybe not at all. <laughs> well, you know, it's, yeah. who knows, you know? Who knows? Um, okay, do you have a favorite con-related drinking story? Um, nothing fun, unfortunately. Um, I, I realized maybe one or two years ago that corset drunk <laughs> is an actual thing. Yeah. And I learned that the hard way. And I am 40 something and I should have learned that maybe in my twenties, but I didn't. So I'm at Dragon Con and um, I'm just drinking wine and I'm like, oh, it's great. Let's just keep going. And then I take my corset off and I'm done. I am yeah. done for the night. I'm done for the next morning. I'm just done. That was, that was miserable. And I remember that for the rest of my life. So yeah. I got to experience that in Atlanta. Yeah. Of course it drunk. Yeah. So uh, you kind of mentioned this already, but once again, tell everyone where they can find you and your amazing work on social media. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under the handle red shoes, red wine, all one word. Uh, Pinterest is my absolute favorite. That's if, if you follow me there, you can actually see that I'm cooking up ideas. <laughs> you can see like the future. And then, of course, I have the website, redshoesredwine.com, where I have some tutorials and some how-tos and build-alongs and, you know, recipes and other fun stuff, cruises and travel. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. Thank you, Sheila, so much. So you thanks for having me on. on. It was fun. We should yeah. just happy hour like this. Yeah, we just drink <laughs> Whenever. And, we just drink and bullshit, honestly, is all we do. Yeah. <laughs> sounds fantastic. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. We really hope you uh, enjoyed learning all about Sheila and some of her really cool cosplays. Um, If you want to follow along with us on social media, you can do so on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, Jesse, what else can they do if they want to keep up with us? Uh, If you want to keep up with us and you're not a social media type like me, if you grumble in the store while your wife looks at ugly pink cups then maybe you'd rather email us and you can email us cocktail recipes that's something we're always soliciting um 
questions you have for us, stories that you have that relate to an episode, um, weird fish pictures, interesting plants, mushrooms. Uh, How about cosplay photos? Cosplay photos that you want us to mm-hmm. uh, feature. Mm-hmm. Episode um, ideas. Episode ideas. Listener questions. I'm just going to repeat everything you say. <laughs> Where can I they think s- I said listener questions. Yeah. Where can they send those to? You can send them to our email, which is cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com. Mm, that's gmail.com. All right. Uh, are we done? Yeah. That's one of your less awkward ones. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.